You're the only one open. But I guess you knew that, huh? She looked up. Interruptions were not likely to startle her. Customers were infrequent during the off-season, and in the time she had worked at the lemon tree, Linda Robshaw had learned to lose herself in a book in their absence and to become quickly alert on their appearance. She said, Oh, hi, Tanya. What time is it, anyway? Five-thirty, quarter of six. I was just getting my hair done. It looks nice. Well, it's the same, but thanks. I just let him wash it. I can never get it as clean as I like it. It seems silly to pay money for what you could do standing under a shower. But I want it to look decent for tonight. Tonight? Oh, the play. The Crucible. It's the best part I've had so far. I don't understand all of it, though. Tanya had been walking back and forth in one of the aisles. Now she took a small doll from an eye-level teak shelf. Made in Taiwan, she read. Made in Taiwan by spastics. Who would pay four ninety-five for a dime's worth of wood and a nickel's worth of cloth? The same kind of nut who would buy any of the crud we sell. Don't let the boss catch you talking that way. Oh, Olive says the same thing herself, Linda said. She says contempt for your customers and their lack of taste is a form of local patriotism. What are you reading? Sylvia Plath? She's the one killed herself? Uh Uh-huh. A poem at a time. Oh, poems? Any good? Very, but depressing. Why read something that's going to depress you? Good question, she said. She closed the book, got to her feet. Wait while I close up and I'll walk you home. Well, I was going to the theater, Linda. They want me to go over a couple of things. I could walk you as far as... No, go ahead, she said. I'll be a few minutes. After Tanya had left, Linda sat for a few moments at the desk, the copy of Ariel in her hand. Then she locked the cash drawer, turned off the lights, closed and locked the door of the little gift shop, and walked down the corridor and out of the small shopping mall. The streets were dark, with only a few stores still open. She crossed to the grassy triangle at the corner of Ferry Street, skirted the old cannon with its mound of cannonballs, walked down Main past the playhouse and across the bridge to Mechanic Street. She shook her head, thinking of Tanya Leopold. Why read something that's going to depress you? Tanya would no more read Sylvia Plath than she would permit herself to be depressed for any other reason. The little actress, who Mark had assured her was as utterly untalented as any he had met, had an unquestionable talent for life. She ate, slept, acted, had her hair done, and made love, approaching all these activities with healthy enthusiasm. She was always in good spirits and generally improved the spirits of those who knew her. Whereas Linda Robshaw, who read depressing books, was in turn depressing. Spring had come late this year and had not brought her the sense of rebirth she usually associated with the season's arrival. It was her first spring in New Hope, and she had been looking forward to it through the cold, wet, deadening winter. Springtime in Manhattan had meant little more than a change in weather. You had to go to the parks for any visible sign of nature returning to life. Yet here, with the spring bulbs flowering, with trees leafing out and flowering shrubs showing color, with massive banks of forsythia, a golden fire along the towpath, she still felt no corresponding rush of sap in her own veins. She turned right at Mechanic Street and walked a few hundred yards to the large squat buildings where she and Mark were living. 
The three-story brick structure had been built in 1887 by one Cecil Crofter, who had intended it as a factory for the manufacture of wigs and other human hair goods. The business failed almost before it had begun, and the brick structure ultimately emerged as an apartment house, with two apartments on each floor. Each apartment had since been further subdivided, so that there were now six rental units on the first floor and five on each of the two upper stories.